Hey, if you enjoy this show or have learned anything from it, would you take a minute and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts? I know most of you listen on Apple, so right now, go to the show, scroll to the bottom of the page, and give us a star rating. Or better yet, leave us a review and we'll feature it right here on the show. It helps us to know you're listening and we'd really appreciate it. All right, on to the episode. Hey there, welcome to the Work From Home Voice Actor podcast. Whether you're a regular listener or have recently decided to tag along with us here, thank you for joining us. And we hope we can offer some tips and strategies that help you in your VO journey. I'm Melanie Scroggins. I'm a fellow voice actor and your motivational guide through the world of VO. And in this show, we talk about all things voiceover and I answer your questions about the industry and how you can be successful working from home as a voice actor. In this episode, I'm getting personal and I'm sharing with you the strategies that I use to bill my first $10,000 month as a voice actor. All right, let's dive in. As a professional voice actor of almost three years, I've worked my tail off to figure out the best means of not only finding clients and getting paid, but everything that comes before, in between, and after that. The emails that go out, the auditions I submit, the connections I make with potential leads, the stats I choose to measure, and how I organize each day and present myself to people that come in contact with me and my work. But out of everything I do, these are the top strategies I employ in my business that I give credit to my success so far. Remember, success is what we define for ourselves, so it's important for each of us to start there before we go about deciding which tasks get our attention each day. Okay, here are the top strategies I use in my business, which I give credit to providing me my first $10,000 month as a voice actor. The first one is showing up every day. So this may feel like a small feat, but if you're a freelancer like me, you understand just how difficult showing up can be on any given day. So unless I'm feeling unwell or am mentally unavailable for other people and tasks, I am working in my office and studio. And again, this is Monday through Friday because that's when most of my clients are working as well. I do not work on the weekends. That is a hard no for me unless I absolutely have to. And there is a outlier circumstance and I've worked it out with my family. But you can bet that I am working on current projects. I'm auditioning. I'm writing and producing new demos for my business. I'm working on my websites, creating products, nurturing relationships with other voice actors and colleagues and clients. I'm producing this show and other things that I've deemed worthwhile for my personal goals and ambitions. But I've committed to showing up. I'm not scared to do this anymore because I've seen where showing up and doing what I need to do gets me. I'm not perfect at this, but I do my best to stay in the zone and put my best foot forward each and every moment during work hours. Because what I do is not only for me, it's for my family. So I better do my damnedest. Number two, prioritizing my daily projects and tasks. Only choosing to work on what absolutely needs to be done on a daily basis has skyrocketed my business growth which has allowed me more control over my daily schedule. At the end of 2020, my husband and I looked at what brought in the most revenue to my business because that is one element of the business that obviously showcases whether or not I'm being successful. But it's not the only one, but it is worth mentioning it is one. (laughs) We sat down and decided that the top four things I should focus on every day are current jobs, auditions, sending marketing emails, and responding to messages in my inbox. That's it. No fluff. Monday through Friday, you can bet I'm engaging in one of those four things at any given time. Yes, I take time to write and produce my podcast content and post to social media, but that only accounts for a very tiny portion of each day. 
And I'm not a scroller. I'm trying to be more of a creator than a consumer. And this mindset has really helped me. And I'm not perfect at this by any means, but I'm never unaware of what I need to be doing each day, which is a huge piece of the puzzle for anyone who works for themselves. Number three, keeping my work pipeline full. So one of the reasons auditioning, okay, no, the reason auditioning is my most important task for each day is because it offers up however many new opportunities for me to get work and get paid. Not only that, but even if I don't get paid, that's another human potentially listening to my voice and delivery who might hire me in the future if I don't get the job they currently have available. This has happened to me countless times using Voices.com, and some of those clients are recurring clients of mine now. There is power in these kinds of numbers. You never know who is listening and who is noting your name down for the future. But the true power in the pipeline that if I know because of basic math and how things in the world usually work, the more I audition and put myself out there by sharing my portfolio and my demos, talking about my services, reaching out to new leads, the more chances I potentially have of even a small percentage of those things working out. And once one works out and another and another, we can begin to see a trickle down effect from month to month. And in voice overview, which you know is one of my favorite tools for voice actors, I can see how much work I've booked, invoiced for, and been paid for at any given time. So I'm aware of each stage of my pipeline pretty much all the time, but the work begins at the front line. So building up those numbers and continuing to do the work to see them grow. Number four, measuring what I can control. So one of the most important things that helps us not get stuck in the weeds of our businesses is to be sure that we're measuring what we can control. So i.e. how many auditions we audition for, how many marketing emails we send each week, etc. As an example of the opposite, places like Voices.com provide stats, which are helpful for information's sake and vanity's sake, to be honest. But I can't control how many clients listen to my auditions or hire me for jobs. I can only control the amount of auditions that I actually submit on a given day. So measuring what we can control takes the pressure of responsibility off of our shoulders and allows us the chance to not only be more productive, but to be less stressed, which increases productivity. Because if we do the thing we set out to do, one that we can count and control and keep track of, it makes it feel so much easier to do that thing over and over again. If you enjoy this show or have learned something from it, would you take a minute to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts? I know most of you are listening on Apple. So right now, go to the show, scroll down to the bottom of the page and give us a star rating. Or better yet, leave us a review and we'll feature it right here on the show. It helps us know that you're listening and we'd really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Until next time.